Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Teachable Tuesday on a Wednesday. And if you guys know, sometimes our schedules get thrown way off and that is okay. It's okay to have a moment where you didn't quite get done everything that you needed to get done. And that's what it is just to be a business owner, entrepreneur. Um, you know, we try to stay on top of things and sometimes things happen, but I am here. It is Wednesday. And so let's just go ahead and dive into this. Um, the subject really, and, and as I tell you all the time, everything is, is so unscripted. Um, I want to be able to come on here and share with you things that I have recently encountered or experiences that I have throughout my week. And um, I, I always notice that in these every once in a while moments where I do miss a certain day, um, you, you know, a, a scheduled day to uh, release uh, an episode, it's all, there is always a reason for it. There is a conversation or something that needs to take place in order for me to have that message to share with you. And so let's just jump right into it. Um, I know we talk about a lot of uh, business topics on Tuesdays, but today I really wanted to tackle this word entrepreneurship and um, a lot more because I've pretty much have, you know, lived in that word for the majority of my life. And sometimes it can be a little nerve wracking, you know, trying to figure out what it is that you're supposed to be doing in your life. And so I want to be real open and vulnerable with you today because I feel like there are some of y'all out there that are that are feeling and going through the same things that I went through um, growing up, you know, and, and not really understanding my purpose for a long time. And so um, I want to share just a little bit of my story today and how I got to where I am today and how I'm not done. I have not arrived. I'm not finished. I'm not at the place where, you know, is supposed to be my final destination because what we have learned in life is that God has a plan for us and there are so many different seasons that we go through. So it's important not to question ourselves and not to sit there and feel like we are doing um, the wrong thing or maybe we took the wrong path or maybe we should be more settled than what we are now. And I, I dealt with that for a, a long time, feeling like, you know, I was I not making up my mind? Was I not figuring it out and being consistent with something? And so um, let me just dive into it and give you an example. First of all, and if you've heard my story on some of the other episodes, um, when I was in high school, I didn't do very much in high school, you know, like most teenagers do that are involved in sports and activities and things like that, um, because I was heavily involved in the youth ministry of our church. And so those were my extracurricular activities. We had our youth services and our events and our games and our camps. And, you know, we would go and minister at different churches on the weekends, or um, I'd even take off time for school to go and be a part of the um, different plays and presentations that we had. And so that was, you know, my life through high school. Uh, one of my highlights was I did get to sing the national anthem at graduation. So that that pretty much satisfied everything for me, you know, being able to just do something special like that before leaving high school. Um, from there, I was straight out of the gate. Um, at 18 years old, I was asked to be a PE coach for the charter school on our church campus and, um, spent a year being the PE coach and then was offered an opportunity to be the art teacher for the next five years. And those were some of the best years of my life. Um, not having a degree, 
a barely going into some college classes, but having this wonderful opportunity to just be around children and teenagers, even at such a young age myself, being able to relate to them, but also gain that respect. It, it was definitely um, a place for someone to learn that you can be the adult, even though you are close in age with these teenagers, you can be the adult and the responsible one and the one who is actually teaching and giving value in those situations, you know, it, and that was a tough season for me as well, because I always felt like the young one, you know, on the staff, I always felt like the teacher that was sitting there and people were looking at me like I was still a child because I was between the ages of 18 and 24, 25, I believe is when I stopped teaching. And, um, and it's tough because you feel like nobody's going to listen to you. Nobody's going to take you seriously. Um, they have so much more wisdom and so much more experience than you. They've all have their, um, associates and bachelors and doctorates and whatever it was that they did throughout their life and they've earned it. Yes. But at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to be able to stand up alongside, you know, my colleagues and my fellow teachers and, and feel like I'm a part. And so you, you kind of get put in those positions, but you're, but so grateful for the opportunity. Right. And so it's all about perspective, looking at it, like, am I going to dwell on, you know, what I feel people aren't going to understand about me or do, or am I going to jump in full force into this opportunity and just take it by the reins and just ride? Because what a blessing to have an opportunity like this that a lot of people don't get. And I was so grateful. So those six years were some of the best years of my life. And at the same time, still, you know, operating in ministry. So after the sixth year, I decided to go ahead and, um, you know, stop teaching for a little while and go back to school. And in about a year and a half, I had my, my associate's degree in graphic design and I decided instead of going back to teaching, I'm just going to uh, go ahead and follow through with our business ideas and be a freelance graphic designer. And for several years, that's what I did all the way through, you know, the birth of our daughters and a couple of years after, um, I continued to just do freelance projects for, you know, anybody who needed it. I just wanted to be available at the same time we were moving um, from one state to the next, you know, helping other ministries grow and get started. And um, full-time ministry became that focus. And um, I was still trying to go to school to finish out that graphic design bachelor degree now. And, um, and then we moved again and a whole halt got put on that. And so I didn't finish that degree but it wasn't important to me. Like it was just being able to move in the directions that God told us to move and be present, you know, in, in just operating in our purpose. When I say our, you know, I'm speaking about my family and myself, my husband, um, our two daughters, being able to just move wherever we go. And so for, for a while, um, and I don't even know if this word is the right word, but for a while I felt like kind of like a, a gypsy entrepreneur, you know, you just bounce from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, wherever you feel the need, you just go. And I said, well, gypsy's not really the right word. And so I sat here one day thinking, well, is it like a missionary entrepreneur? You know, you're still going and doing things where you're needed. Um, is it like a serial entrepreneur? You know, you go from one job to the next job to the next job. And I want to share with you today 
that there is nothing wrong with going from one focus, one desire, you know, one purpose to the next. Um, there is nothing wrong with that. We get so caught up in the the standards that have been set by the world that when we see people who have been in their position for 15, 20, maybe 30 years and beyond, we see that as stability. But it's not everybody's path. It's not the purpose of everyone. Those individuals are in those positions for that many years, obviously for a reason, whether it's they love, they absolutely love what they do, or maybe they've been able to really climb the ladder in that corporation or organization or ministry or whatever it is, um, that they have come to a place where they just know everything about that industry and they're good at it. They have become experts in that area, right? It could be that their heart is just drawn to the need, you know, and they just have found something that they love. And then you do meet people and find out that some people are still in positions for years and years because they feel stuck. Because they feel like it's the only thing that they know. And they and there's this fear about moving on to something else. And, um, you know, there's so many different situations out there that we cannot put ourselves up against someone else and try to make a comparison. We get stuck in that comparison and feeling like I must be doing something wrong if I'm not doing it the same way as that person over there. And it took me years to not feel confused and guilty about going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, because I was made to feel like, and, and I did this myself. Okay. Nobody, nobody made me feel this way, but because I would compare and I would look at what everybody else was doing and how they were so settled in one thing and feeling like, why haven't I picked or chosen that one thing to do? What's well, because God created me to be ready and available in any and every situation. I had to remind myself that he's given me so many different passions and, and dreams and visions and gifts that I, I just want to be able to use them all. But the best thing is knowing that I can ask him, what what is it that you're wanting me to do and to use in this moment? And whether that season lasts several years or it lasts a couple of months, you know, it doesn't matter. I want to be where God wants me to be. And so that led me to um, about, I want to say, 11 years ago when we moved to Florida. And it was almost like starting all over again. Okay, Lord, it's a new season. It's a new journey. We have an adventure ahead of us. It's a whole new state. What is it that you want me to do? Because we have moved once again. And I don't want to sit here and do nothing. And um, taking our daughters to... Uh, kindergarten at the time, I knew exactly what I needed to do. And that was to just be there with them in the moment, be a part of them at that school, become a part of that school family, and now begin to help the educators. So I spent the next six years just volunteering, just giving of my time and enjoying every moment of it. 
being able to, you know, decorate the school and help with the functions and, and help with the book fairs and do fundraisers and just be creative. What a wonderful place to be. And then be able to, to, to teach workshops to the educators, you know, on creativity in the classroom, all the things that I loved. Now, was I getting paid for any of that? No, but it was a part of my purpose. It was a part of what God created me to do. It's what he put inside of me in my heart. And so I want to go back to this word entrepreneurship because when we see when we see entrepreneurs, we clearly see them. We see that they have a passion to do something. They are so on fire and so excited to, you know, own their own business and, and run it and operate it and do everything necessary to do it. And they may not necessarily realize how much hard work it is. It is not easy, but it's so fulfilling to know that you are operating in, in what you love. But we see them and we, we want to question, why is it that you want to do what you want to do? Why is it that you would rather work for yourself? Why is it that, you know, um, you want to go in this particular industry? What drives you that way? And it's not a questioning in a negative way, but it's just out of curiosity. You know, what really set you on fire to do this thing? Now, a lot of entrepreneurs that I've asked that have said, well, you know, I just, I want the freedom of working for myself and owning my own business and being able to take the time off that I need, being able to spend time with my family and um, create or establish or build upon the things that I love and not having to do something somebody else's way. And then they find out very quickly that the the freedom that they want, it, it will come but it's not going to be there at the very beginning because there's so much hard work that needs to be done. So many things that need to be started and completed. So many things that still need to be learned. Um, it's not an easy job, but it's so worth it in the end. But there's that determination and that, that dedication to what it is that they really want to achieve. That there's going to be some, some sweat and some tears at the beginning. And that's okay too, because that's where we find our support system and we're able to really rally the people around us and, and find that circle that's going to help us grow. So let's fast forward just a little bit. I know I'm giving you my whole story today, but um, I pray that it's helping somebody, whoever's listening. So fast forward just a little bit to right now, today. And um, once again, we own our own business and it's it has been Expressions of Destiny for the past 20 plus years, um, but God has placed something different underneath it in different seasons. And so right now, currently, you know, we are operating in this podcast. This podcast is my absolute favorite thing to do because I just get to talk to you. I get to just share my heart with you, share experiences, share stories, um, and pray for you. That's the most important thing is being able to just pray for you and pray with you over your businesses and your families and, and everything else that, that you are striving to do and to accomplish. And so the other side of it is, you know, being able to help employers and employees reconnect and, and train them on how to just communicate and connect with one another, but also work on the, the, the love that we need to show through our customer service, the understanding. Um, there's so much that goes into that and so many things that we have lost along the way you know, where we don't know how to interact with people anymore. 
And so that's, that's the other part of my passion is wanting to help other businesses in that way. But one of the things that I did is I threw a wrench in there several months ago. And um, I don't share this too much with everybody because it kind of keeps me on my toes and keeps me busy. But, you know, um, our daughters are uh, they're high school juniors and they're homeschooled. And so they went on this venture back in the fall to start college courses. And um, I got this wonderful idea and said, you know, hey, I'll go back to school with you. Well, <laughs> that was in August of last year. And we are now in January, and I am in my second semester. And so four classes down, four more to go. Um, I will be finished in April. So grateful for that because I have forgotten how hard it is to go back to school after so many years. I was never a good traditional student. And by traditional, I mean, you know, the testing, the um, studying, the reading, that was always a struggle for me. And you can go back and listen to uh, the episode if, if you can relate to this, but the different learning styles, we all have different learning styles. And I definitely struggled because my learning style was so different growing up. It still is now. And so I am definitely being challenged right now, but being back in school, um, it is a reminder to everyone that especially business owners and entrepreneurs, that we never stop growing. We should always allow the doors that are open. We should always be willing to just walk through them when we have the opportunity. Um, working on our business and going to school at the same time, most people won't think is a very smart thing to do. It is very time consuming, but I know it's going to be worth it because every little bit that I get to learn from each individual, and I have some amazing professors and there are some wonderful classmates that I'm learning from as well. But I'm also seeing that a lot of the things that I was feeling very frustrated with in our business as far as not getting people to understand that it's okay to need, it's okay to receive help. It's okay to recognize that you need help in a certain area and allow someone to come in and help you. There are a lot of businesses that don't want that. They, they don't, for, for one thing, they don't think they have a problem or they may feel like they can do it on their own and that's okay. You can go ahead and try, you know, but eventually if you still need help, there is re there are resources and help out there for you, but it's getting people to understand that you may be an expert in a certain area, but if you have stopped growing, if you have stopped learning, you know, throughout the years, you stopped at a certain point, you are holding back not only your growth, but the growth of your company, the growth of your ministry. If you're in ministry, the growth of your people your teammates, your employees, your management, you are holding back the growth of everybody else that is there to support and to help you because you have chosen to stop growing. Just to give you a small example, quick example is when you see, um, let's say executives, people that have been in an industry and in a position for years and years and years, and they know how to do what they know how to do. And they know how to do it one way, 
and it has always worked for them. And this one way, as they are trying to train and teach other people how to do that one way, but we also have a world that is changing. We have technology that is changing. We have so many new, fresh ideas and so much innovation out there that if that executive or that that, um, CEO or business owner or even manager is only teaching one way to accomplish something or one way to be successful, they may be missing out on many, many other ways that might be even more effective than that one successful way that they knew. Yes, it's successful because they know how to do it. But there may be things and ways out there that are, let's say, 10 times more effective than what they know. And they are missing out on that increase and that blessing um, and for their company, maybe financially and in the growth of their people because they're stuck in that one way instead of opening up many other streams, many other opportunities, many other um, directions, you know, where multiple things can flow back into your company because you were willing to grow and learn something new and be educated by all of the wonderful, great things that are happening today. Entrepreneurship is just that. It's having a mindset that is ready and willing to grow in every opportunity possible. It does not mean that we have to do everything in every single way that the world does it or that, you know, we are being taught, but it's, it's having a mindset to learn, to receive, to think different ways, to think outside the box, to be creative. And so I'm noticing that being back in school, I'm not only learning from my professors, but I'm learning from my fellow classmates. I see so many young people in these classes. I I am usually the oldest one in there, which is funny um, because then I, I try not to become like mom, you know, the one that's always, always trying to give advice or maybe share an example or something. And so I find myself pulling back a little bit, um, when it comes time to talk, but so many young people and they are so bright. They have so many ideas. They research, they study, they're, they're, so on fire and so excited about what they're doing. And then I see people who have been in their positions for so long and they're just slowly dying. And I, and I mean that not in a physical way, they are slowly dying mentally, um, in their creativity, in their urgency and their excitement and in their anticipation to do great things. They are, they're tired But as you grow older and we enter into retirement, it's it's like you should never retire from the thing that you love, right? A lot of people retire because they have worked their entire life. But if you're doing something that you passionately love, you don't really have to retire from it. You are now, you have built this thing. There are so many people that have partnered with you, that have supported you, that are working for you, 
that you don't have to walk away from the thing that you love, but you now are able to step aside and have more time. That's where that retirement comes into is that you're not tired of what you're doing. You're experiencing more freedom from what you are doing, but you are still a part of it. That's still your vision. It's still your purpose. And so although I am enjoying my classes, I am enjoying back being back in school. It took me a little while to get used to it again. Um, I don't enjoy the workload. <laughs> Trust me on that one. I'm sure you know. But I am, I'm enjoying being able to experience that growth and receive, you know, things that maybe I didn't think about. Maybe I've, I've never tried. Um, we will never know everything. Never. And we have to get past that because in that sense, you are remaining in a fixed state of mind where um, there is nothing new to grab hold of. What you do works and that's all that matters and you don't need to change a thing. And that can become very dangerous, very dangerous because soon enough, everybody else that, that has this mindset of just growing is going to continue to run and they're going to pass you right up and they're going to begin to experience just great and amazing growth. And you'll be left there thinking what happened And why am I so far behind? Be the entrepreneur that is not afraid to switch directions. Be the entrepreneur that's not afraid to pivot, to completely turn around and go an opposite direction. Be the one that is so ready to make a move when you know that God is is leading you in a different direction or has a different path for you. You know, you, you're, you're so used to something over here and you're so afraid to walk away from it. Don't be that entrepreneur. If he says, go this way, shift that way, trust me, I'm leading you into a different direction. If you thought one door was going to open and it didn't, and then all of a sudden another one opens and he says, I knew exactly what I was doing. I kept that door shut for a reason because I wanted you to go this way. We cannot sit there and dwell on all of the things that aren't happening. We need to start thinking about the things that he is wanting us to walk into. And so my husband summed it up perfectly this morning when we were talking and he made this one statement and it was so simple and it just gets the point across, but it's let us not get to the point where we operate in fear but let us always operate in our purpose. When we operate in fear, we can't operate in our purpose because we're afraid to walk out on the things that God has created us to do. But when we walk in our purpose, we have no time to walk in fear because we are just ready to go. We are excited to run. We can't wait to start that that next project. We can't wait to experience that next opportunity. We can't wait to step out and be able to help somebody in a different area. We're so excited about living purpose and about doing things on purpose. We have no time to live in fear. So don't let fear cripple you in your journey, whether you already own your business or you are an entrepreneur. Um, you have that, that, that idea that, um, that, thing that you just have to accomplish, you have to create, you know, it's just burning inside of you. You have that, that focus, you have that product, that idea, 
and you're ready to just run with it, do not allow fear to cripple you. Continue to just be excited about what it is that you know you're supposed to be doing and fear has no place in that situation. And so I really hope that this encouraged you today. If it did, drop me a comment or, or send me a message. Um, I just love being able to share my story with you to encourage you that it's okay if you are not settled in one thing or the other. It's okay if you have five to ten different ideas. Focus on the one that is most important right now. And then always be prepared to walk into the next one when it is the right time. There are seasons in our life for a reason. And every season is an opportunity for you to bless and to serve the people that you have been called to bless and serve. And so have a wonderful day, you guys. um, And I will talk to you next week. God bless.